Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about seven creative ways to make your blog post stand out. Number one, what is it, Neil? Number one, start using data and custom data, not just pulling data from other sites and sources and then linking to them. But you can end up doing your own research. You can pay people from Upwork and all those freelance websites to go do research for you. And including that data in your blog posts when it's your own generated data, I kid you not, it stands out. You'll get more links. You'll get more social shares. People love it. Great. Number two, Kind of building on what Neil's saying, um, a couple episodes ago, I talked about a customer data platform called Hole.io. You can also use Segment as well. But basically, when you use a tool, and this is for more advanced, this is going to cost you more money, but you can basically personalize your website. Let's say they're visiting from an IP address like Coca-Cola. So I can say on our homepage, we help companies like Coca-Cola drive their revenues higher, right? You can just enrich their IP address, B2B, and you can put that in there. Or you can put in their location as well, which isn't going to require as much complexity. Neil's actually done that in the past. I think you still do it. And that helps drive conversion rates higher. Number three, adding custom graphs and images. So you don't have to pay a designer. You don't have to be a designer. I myself use Canva. I do know there's a paid version, but I'm still on the free plan of Canva. So when I'm creating graphs and graphics, I straight up just pop stuff into Canva, use their templates, and I'm able to create custom images, pop them into my blog post. And I found that when I do that, I tend to get more engagement. My blog post stands out. I get more social shares than when I don't have custom images versus just using things like stock photography. Yeah. Number four. Speaking of which, I'm using the Ahrefs Content Explorer, I looked at Neil's site, and one post, two posts actually in particular did well recently, and it's his 17 charts, 11 charts on where social media is going, where content marketing is going. It's because he had unique data in there. That's why those posts tend to do well from a, you can talk about social share perspective, but you can also talk about from other perspective, like an SEO perspective as well. That's what makes it stand out. I like reading those posts because they are new, they're novel, and it's data that I can't get elsewhere. Yeah, and also just on that note, be careful on whose data you're analyzing and leveraging. For example, like I'm actually in my analytics right now, but on a Monday, I had 121,000 unique visitors. That's a standard day for me. So copying a lot of the stuff I may do isn't always going to be wise because even if I create something that's crap, with 121,000 unique visitors on a non-blog day, non-content day, I'm going to get traction no matter what. I know that sounds bad. It's but... true. <laughs> so just be careful when you're copying people because it's like if they already have a built-in audience like me, some of the stuff I do 
that you're like, oh, this works really well. Well, it's going to work for me. It's probably not going to work for you. I'm not trying to be rude. I just want to make sure you guys aren't making that big mistake because you'll just end up wasting time and money. And what are we on? Tool number five? Tool number five. I've been using Kajabi a lot lately, and I'm doing tests right now in Brazil and parts of India. So we're doing an IP base in which if you're coming from some of these regions, we're blocking off certain pieces of content, and then you actually have to put in your name, email, and all the stuff that we would need to collect a lead, uh, and then you can get access to premium-based content. But the reason we're testing it out in these regions is we're seeing if it affects our time on site, our bounce rate, all these things that could potentially impact rankings because we don't want to roll it out globally. But we found that, funny enough, when we're blocking off parts of the content, it makes the content seem more irresistible and they're like, oh my God, what's underneath here? I wanna see the rest. And funny enough, we're finding it working better than when we didn't block off all our content. And now again, I've only tested this out in two regions so far, but if it keeps working, which it looks like it will, we'll probably roll it out globally. Awesome. Number, what is this? Six. Number six. Okay, so how do, you make your, how do you make your blog post stand out? Guess what? This is still tried and true. Ogilvy said, David Ogilvy, advertising master, right? Advertising kind of godfather said, 80 cents of the dollar is spent on the headline. If you can't write a good headline, you can't make it stand out. Because guess what? If you don't write a good headline, there's you're not going to get people to click on the blog post in the first place because that's the first kind of line of defense. So what can you do to write a better headline? We've talked about this in the past. You can read breakthrough advertising. There's a lot of uh, copy bloggers headline formula. There's a lot of formulas out there that teach you how to write better headlines. Go write a better headline. That's going to help you with your blog posts. And number seven, last but not least, infographics are back in. They're popular. Not too many people are creating it, but that's why they're back in. Years and years ago, like six, seven years ago, everyone was creating infographics. It made them less popular because they weren't as novel, but now people aren't creating them and they're getting lazy again. So what we've been running tests and we found that if you start creating infographics again, they do much better than they used to do the fact that no one's really creating them. Guys, that's actually a trend too. And we've talked about, there's an episode I think was titled around this. What, what's old will become new again in marketing because people say, don't do direct mail anymore. Infographics are dead. And we say these things sometimes too. And then we'll find that sometimes like a year or two later, we'll backtrack and we'll say, hey, it's back in again because marketing changes so quickly, right? Exactly. All right. So that's it. We're doing an event on June 29th, 29th in downtown LA. Go to singlegrain.com slash DTLA. Fill out the details so you can attend. We look forward to seeing you there. And see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.